Pencils down, everybody. Behave yourselves because it's time to listen to this great podcast. (laughs) My name is Cyril, and as she said, shout out to all the pair. (laughs) Um, Who are you? Who who are you? I don't I don't know. I I I, I can't I can't do this by myself. <laughs> I feel I feel like you can. No 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 no. no so but... Cyril has a weird New Year's resolution that I'm offended by. I okay I'm not offended I'm annoyed. I don't I really don't get offended I get annoyed. Right right yes but okay and we we need to get into that also because of what you just said but. I don't, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I mean, I made a New Year's resolution, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Your New Year's resolution is to not say sexual things. Absolutely, yes. Like, that is, that, I can't get behind this. I, uh, well. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it, <laughs> hoping that you pick them up, and you only have taken it once, and you stopped yourself midway, which is so disappointing. Uh, yes, okay, so, um. That's what she said. <laughs> I've never been good with throwing that line out there. I miss those opportunities. But yes, okay, so I did say that that was my New Year's resolution. And it's more of a test to see how reasonably how long I could go and to see how others react to it. You have reacted very unfavorably to the idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, extremely unfavorably. Yeah. Um, and I guess ultimately here's what I'm hoping for. I, You're... A middle-aged black guy with a pedophile mustache yeah. that sexually harasses people. That, That's my favorite thing about you. I, I know, yeah. That it kind of is me, yes. Um, but here's what here's what I'm hoping for. My favorite line is being able to tell people that my best friend <laughs> is a middle-aged black man with the mustache of a pedophile who will sexually harass you. These are my favorite things to say. And if you take away the sexual harassment piece, it just takes away a critical piece. So can't you see the damage you're doing in my life? Uh, Okay. Everything is about me. (laughs) It is. But here's what I was going for. I was hoping maybe I could get you to react unfavorably enough that by the end of the program, you would be spanking me. That was kind of the idea. And I don't, and, and now I think you've kind of ruined, I don't feel it's going to happen now. Now, and why would you think that would happen? <laughs> that was the idea. Do you know what I would do? I would call your wife. We would stage an intervention. <laughs> we would have a stripper pole with a yeah. bus with beer underneath it. <laughs> right, yeah. And we would have, you know, like so, like so many people. <laughs> like there's so many, we would have Benedict Cumberbatch come over. <laughs> we would have Carlton come over. Uh, we'd yeah. have Rick Ross come over. <laughs> we'd have Betty White come over. It would be an excellent, excellent like opportunity for you know. It would be at the Black People's Meeting. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Know what? Betty White's cool enough. She yeah, sure. Get in. Oh, absolutely. Get in. Yeah, she yeah. Can get in. But like. It would be awesome, and it would be an intervention for you. I mean, I'm eating chocolate ice cream, how much I, you know, that that gets me into the black people's meeting. It, it does, so, yes. So, like, I just, I'm just, like, no. I, I would not spank you. Uh, uh, intervention, definitely. Okay, so. And then also what I've been doing, which is just giving you every single opportunity. <laughs> I know, yes. I'd just like to say, by the way, everybody, that. Um, about an hour ago, Jenny nicknamed me chocolate ice cream. So just take that for what it's worth. <laughs> that actually happened. I wasn't there for that. I, <laughs> I think you're, oh, you're eating that ice cream that looks like it's like hair gel or something. 
in in the hair jar, the yeah, hair yeah, hair the care hair jar. Order. Right, yeah. So that's that's interesting. I do want to say though that um I was once at a a seafood restaurant. Can believe it or not, because I don't even eat seafood. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I, but I was at a seafood restaurant. It was, and I was sitting at the bar oh, in the restaurant. I know, believe it or not. So I was sitting at the bar. I don't even drink, and I'm sitting at the bar You're in at a, a bar seafood of a restaurant. Seafood restaurant. Right. Yes. So like, was this you? Was this like it was truly me? Was it strawberry? No, no. This one actually was me, and you'll hear the part where it becomes apparent that it was me. So I was sitting there with. Um, a with two people I know, a guy and a girl who are now dating each other and they're adorable. But I was sitting; they weren't dating each other at the time, so I was sitting between the two of them at the bar. That's awkward. And the girl was talking to this um, this other girl who's sitting at the bar. They did not know each other; they had just met, and they just struck up a conversation with each other. This does not happen to me. That is not my life. I know it's so weird. So I'm talking to the guy for a few minutes, and I mean, the three of us knew each other, but this one girl on the end didn't know, and. I start, I, I, I shush the guy for a moment. I start listening to the girl's conversation. And they're talking about something that didn't interest me one bit. I don't even know what it was. Um, I think they're, they're talking about, like, you know, hair or wearing underwear or something. Stuff, stuff that I'm not involved in. Um, but I, I just, um... I, what ends up happening is after I listen for, like, three minutes, the girl who I know, I ask her if she will get into a twerk-off contest with me. Mm -hmm. Right there at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And she says no. So. Oh my God, did the lady at the bar say yes? No, but I asked her. I mean, I, I had not said a word to her the entire evening. Mm -hmm. And then I just look at this, this other girl and I just say to her, well, she won't have a twerk off with me. How about you? And I. So I want her to say yes. And she, act, and she, at first she didn't say anything. She just stared at me because she's wondering, wait, who is this guy and why is he asking me this? And then. She actually at least spoke and she said, no, I'm not going to do that. I would not take no for an answer from her. The girl I knew, yeah, yeah. I, just let, I just let my friend go. You know, she's like, no, she's not going to do it. I'll, uh, I'll get her later. But no, so I stand up from, from where I'm sitting and I walk over to her. Okay. And I stand right at next to her. At a seafood restaurant. At a seafood restaurant, at yes. Bar. Yes, exactly. And I, I stand right next to her and I say... I have to leave in a few minutes because I have to go get ready to go to bowling. I need As you. One does. Right, yes. I said, I need you to have a twerk off with me right here, right now. And I can't, she can't tell whether she should be laughing or not. But the, my, my, my guy friend on the other side is losing it at that point. Right. He's really, you know, he's just listening to this and wondering how this is going to go. So straight faced, I say, I'm serious right now. I need you to stand up and right here, you and I are going to have a twerk off and we'll let my friends and the bartender judge. And she just kind of rolls her eyes and I say, okay, that's fine. We won't do this today, but I will be back and I expect you to be here tomorrow. I didn't go back the next day. I don't know if she, this was a year ago. She might still She's be still, there. Okay. So right. I have another story. Please, tell me your other story. Um, well, I have to put this ice cream in the refrigerator. Okay. Well, are you going to do that now or after yeah, the story? No, I'm going to do that right now. So I have to fill time. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm giving you a heads up. All right. I'll fill, I'll fill time. I'll, okay. Okay. The fridge is not, uh, freezer. Sorry, I'm not going to put this in the freezer. Oh, good, 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 I don't good. I want to lie. Okay. I don't want to lie. All right. I'm going to put this in the freezer. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell two silly jokes in the meantime. Okay. Perfect. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So joke number one. Um... A guy goes to 
No, I already told that one on the show before. Never mind. So the other joke I was going to tell. A bar- the bartender says, we don't serve time travelers here. All right. A so time traveler my... walks into a bar. So my, <laughs> my story. So my story is actually not my story. It's somebody else's story. But I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And like, so I have this friend. And he lives in California now, but we used to go to college together. Um, and like, let me give you a little backstory about this guy. This guy is probably one of the funniest people I've ever met, not because he makes a lot of jokes, but because he lives in a world of whimsy. Oh, oh, oh. Love um, whimsy. Of whimsy. <laughs> so he missed his final at Carnegie Mellon University because it was a beautiful day. Wow. And he just laid outside. And he told his professor, and his professor let him retake the test. What? He missed every single class. He took the final and got 100. Annoying. Super brilliant. Super brilliant. But this, he lives in a world of whimsy. Right. The world, just a world of whimsy. Okay. So, go visit him in California. And all of my friends had apparently already heard the story. They're like, you have to tell Johnny's story. You have to tell Johnny's story. So, I'm like, all right. Tell me the story. And they're like, you're not going to believe it. And I'm like... Most of the time, I don't believe anything he says, but I don't care because he says it, so it's worth hearing these ridiculous stories. Okay. So, he's on an airplane and apparently gets seated next to a model. Okay. Okay. This is like a nerdy kid. Not, not the best of social skills. Okay. So, apparently, he starts talking to this model, and while on the plane, they agree that they're going to go hang out afterwards. Okay. Okay? So they said, you know, go after they get off the plane, like, we'll go to the carousel and, like, pick up our luggage. She's like, I'll meet you outside. Apparently he gets a page and he asks it, like, he, he forget, completely forgets about the model. Wow. And goes straight to work. <laughs> so, so we have this theory that the model's still there waiting for him <laughs> because he never followed up with her. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. So after I heard this story, I was like, so like zero percent of this is believable. Right? Yeah. All right. I want verification. Please pull out a magazine or some other sort of print in which I can verify this woman is a model. Second of all, what, what, what kind of kind of crazy world are you living in right. that you're like hey random person i've met on the plane let's go meet outside like, what, what is this i would be like hell no you creep right i'm yeah. gonna call the popo and you're gonna get like arrested for doing something creepy maybe i just don't live in a world of whimsy like this like maybe i maybe this is actually funny to me and it's actually just a very sad story about how well, there's a stink bug uh, where is it? I don't it's see It's on the router. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. It, well, it's... We've now added one to our audience. Go with it. Go with it. I don't know. Go with it. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm like... I just... I think I can address this situation. You uh, continue with Okay. Jokes. Okay. But anyways, uh, I don't live in a world of whimsy, and I just... I thought it was a very funny story. Uh, okay, so I'm actually going to read something that you've seen before because I, I posted it on the Facebook. On the, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. But um, I do want to just read it to give people an idea of the world of whimsy that I live in. Okay. You live in a different world of whimsy. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I no doubt like about that. I you skip days of important stuff. 
Um, I, because it's a beautiful sunshine. Well, no, that's not why. Usually it's because I was sleeping, but I, I mean, I skipped a lot of classes in college and ended up, you know, with the A's or whatever because I was just that good. Um, yeah, that happened to me. Um, okay, but yeah, let Did me... Did you end up with A's in artificial intelligence? No, 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 no. No, no one's going to hear this episode because I'm yeah. addressing a stink bug situation. You're, I, I know you're definitely addressing the stink bug situation. Um... Yeah, I'm having trouble finding the, the thing that I wanted to read. So, um, okay, yeah, that's great. Um, so she has addressed the stink bug situation, everybody. We're so proud. We are so, so proud. Yeah, that's great. Um, she's done it. She's done it. She's right. back, everybody. All right, stink bug situation has been addressed. This is just an episode of me getting up and walking away. I, I know, yes. So... So, okay, so what were you going to try and read your show? I can't, I, I, I can't find it, so I will just tell the story as I recall it, because I remember it pretty well. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so most of the whimsical things that happen in my life tend to happen while I'm bowling, and it's usually when I'm bowling by myself, because if I'm with other people, people, other strangers tend to leave me alone, for the most part, except for the guy who loved me because of my name. Right. Um, but in general, people leave me alone. So there was this one night where I was bowling, and then a guy comes over to me, and he's completely drunk. And he comes over to me, and as he's there, he starts, um, like, trying to give me uh, a high five, and he keeps missing over and over again. So I'm uh, like, oh, okay, dude, I just, thank you, I've got a soundtrack to this one. <laughs> so I'm telling him to kind of, yeah, I'm, I don't want to send him away, so I'm like, hey, thanks, dude, okay. Then he tries to shake my hand. So I figure, okay, that's going to be easier for him than a high five because he can keep his arm stationary until I grasp his hand. So I reach out to grab his hand, and then he starts falling over. So then he basically just lands with his head on my chest, and I'm holding him up at this point. So I'm, I'm like looking around to his friends who think it's hilarious, of course. And finally, you know, he's like, hey, great job, man. You're so good at bowling. And I'm like, yeah, okay, thank you. So I go to sort of stand him upright to push him back to his friends because it's his turn to bowl. Next thing I know, instead of him deciding to go away, he, his hand comes up again. But this time, he's, I think he's like reaching for a titty or something. And I didn't have one for him. It was very disappointing to him. I mean, you do have a titty, though. I, well, not, not, not in the spot not he was reaching for. Enough? No, no, no. I mean, I would have at least needed to be like a C cup for him to make contact with me where he was reaching. So, um, and, I think uh, you're a pretty solid A cup. I, I, I am, yes, yes. I'm, I'm working on it, though. I'm trying to get it to a B at least. But in that case, you know, he reached for a titty and it wasn't there. And my only thought was, wow, this must be how... Women feel when random guys approach them at the bar. Right. Yeah, I mean that must be it. But when but when the tables are turned and I'm I'm the one who's not drunk and I'm at the bar, I just go up to women and I don't reach for anything. I mean I'm not gonna like touch somebody I don't know. I just I just invite them to a twerk off. And they say no. Yes. They say no. I mean have you ever gotten someone to say yes? I have not. No. I have had people offer to join my twerk team. But they don't want to compete against me. Okay. So, yes, so that happens. So, I feel like you should now start suggesting um, twerk co-ops in elevators. Oh, I love... Oh, the twerk co-op. I love it. Right? I, yes. What are you drawing on that cup? I'm not, I'm not drawing. I'm coloring. So, we went to, of course, Chipotle. Um, oh! <laughs> 
Why? <laughs> Why? Okay. So, anyways, like I have my cup here from my beverage, and you I'm would. like coloring in the monkey-looking object yep. that's on it because that's what I do. You are coloring in the monkey. I'm coloring in the monkey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are you looking for on your phone? No, now I'm like, actually... Why is this Why uh, is this podcast so boring? By the way, we have officially completed two years of I was about podcast. to say that. Two years. Two years. Two years. Yes. This, this is the first episode of year three. That's right. We're embarking on year three. It is Is really... there a three-year anniversary sort of thing? Like, um, like, there, there is. There is? What is it? Three okay. Three-year anniversary. I'm going right. to look it up. Uh, well, I don't trust you, so you say whatever you're going to say. <laughs> okay, so I will say that it involves a Halloween funfetti cake mix, me, and your underwear. Perfect. Okay, Go yeah. Ahead, Which basically was exactly what was on this table about 10 minutes ago. That's exactly what was on this table. <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's, needless, so, okay, this is kind of funny, but we were in the car after we got back from Chipotle, and I was like, oh, I just remembered the microphone is covered in my underwear. <laughs> and, like, completely nonchalant. That's yep. just something that sort of happens. This this, this is what our lives are like. That you know, Not only do you remember this, you make sure to tell me before we even get to the microphone, I guess to prepare me, and I should appreciate that, but you removed the underwear from the microphone before we started recording. We could have had an underwear filter on this program tonight. I mean, I, and don't it's know gone. If, I don't know if people would have appreciated that. I, I feel like I'm pretty distant most of the time on these things anyway. Okay, so like, <laughs> this is stupid. So yes. there's, only, there's only a five year. It starts at five. So fifth is wooden. Okay. Tenth is tin. Fifteen is crystal. Twenty is china. Twenty-five is silver. Thirty is pearl. Fifty is ruby. Or 40s ruby, right. 50s gold, oh, yeah. 60s diamond, 70s platinum. There, I thought one was paper. It, it, yeah, one is paper. There is totally, totally one, two, three, four, and five. I'm sure of it. Okay, I'm going to keep looking. Oh, one is paper. One is paper. We didn't do paper. Two is cotton. Uh, yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. Three is leather. <laughs> that does not make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Wait, next year is better. If we're in the U.S., it's linen or silk. If we're in the U.K., it's fruit or flowers. I say we do the U.S. I think so, yes. Wow. So we're, we're, we're in our leather anniversary. That's great. We're in our leather anniversary. Anniversary year. Yes. Although we, I guess we would be celebrating our cotton anniversary. Yeah, but that makes me uncomfortable. That that okay, yeah. So how but about that, this? We're so ce- we've celebrated our cotton uni- anniversary, but yeah. we're in the year of leather. We're this is the year of leather. I love it. Right, I like it too. It's the year of leather on pencils down, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the year of leather. Should we do something like that with that? Because I feel like we'll last about two seconds. Uh, what I'm going to do, and um, next episode, I will I'll read it on air. I will write. A poem about our year of leather on pencils down. Okay, so I feel like our seventh anniversary, we have to do something special. Okay. Because it's wool or copper. But, but, suggested modern gifts list created by the librarians at the Chicago Public Library suggests desk sets, pencil, pen, and pencil sets. So, like, since we're pencils down, I feel like our seventh anniversary is going to be, like, a significant one. It, it is, yeah. I mean, if you can, you know, if, if you can manage to get through this for 
that many years, that's going to be fabulous. Right? Are we really going to have that much to talk about? I feel like we struggle as it is. No, no, we don't. I feel like we are a constant struggle. Absolutely not. My life feels like a struggle. Your life is a struggle. I know, it is. <laughs> no, it is it's a not. Struggle. It is Every not. Every morning, it's like, ugh. I know, yes. Uh, I am captain, president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer of the struggle bus. <laughs> we have our own fleet. <laughs> I I have two things to add that will show there is no struggle for material on this program, okay? Okay. okay. One is I want to tell everybody about the wonderful thing that you did for me and the wonderful thing you really did for us and the world as a whole. Here's the wonderful thing you did. Oh all right. God, I'm afraid. I know. No, no. You challenged me to write something in response to basically the plot to Die Hard. Yes. Okay. And... I, and because, you know, it was, of course, Christmas-themed, I, I wrote a little story out of it. Yes, you did. And it's a story that I would like to share with our listeners here. Oh, okay. That's what you want to share? Because I liked your New Year's one, too, but that probably wouldn't work that well on this show. Probably not, yes. But, but the die-hard one. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I, here, here's the little story. But, I don't, but then you have to explain why this is going to prove that we're not going to lose content, because I feel like we're going to lose content. Uh, okay. I think we're gonna get old really quickly. No, because I I I did this in like and not five, just physically. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, although given you know you're you're not sagging at all right now, which is great. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here here's here's my official first public reading of my story, which I have not titled, but I am hoping to title it by the end of this year. The title I had originally chosen was already taken. Anyway, here we go. Was the night before Christmas, and all round the party, something awful was brewing, and it smelled kind of farty. I rushed from the potty, Charmin still in my hand, and that's when I learned the hors d'oeuvres came from a can. Tummies rumbled and groaned from the cheap liver and salmon, and some terrible noises shot from guests like a cannon. People started to leave, but to their dismay, the doors were held shut, no one's leaving today. We'll never get out, my friend shouted with fear. I think the air pressure is just too great in here. We pulled the door handles, but pure physics betrayed us. Everyone seemed resigned to this terrible gust. Then I suddenly felt a blast of inspiration. Settle down, everyone. I felt so much elation. I brought out a hammer and a chisel I'd found. I took aim at a wall, and I'd grind it all down. Within fifteen minutes... Everybody was saved. Because of my genius, all the other guests raved. They wanted to know where I'd found all the tools, and that's when I told them of my three golden rules. Always carry a hammer, and sometimes a chisel. I tell you the third, but it's starting to drizzle. No, they all cried, we can't let you go. What is your third rule? It might save our souls. I had planned a surprise, but they're making me spoil it. The third rule, I said is I clogged up the toilet. That is the first public reading of this. I am hoping to take it on tour um, in the Christmas season of 2016 and beyond. And um, I'll need to title the poem by then. If any of you who are listening have a venue, can secure a venue for me sometime between Thanksgiving and New Year's of 2016, 
please reach out to me. Let me know, and I will arrange to be there. And I, you know, nationwide, I'm not going out of the country with this thing because they don't appreciate fart jokes out there. But uh, I will travel to go do this public reading for you and your grandparents and your best friends and also your dog. But please, no ferrets. Thank you very much. There's one you didn't respond to. There, there are actually two. Okay. Yes. Don't worry. I'm getting to it. Okay. Don't worry. The other thing I want to mention, we're, we now have about five and a half minutes left you, in the program. You, this doesn't explain how you think we're going to not lose contact. Uh, I'm getting to that now. We have five and a half minutes left on the program, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm about to tell you right now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so today I learned, um, and I, you, you have not heard me mention this or seen me mention this at all. This is new material here. So today I learned that um, one of your not favorite people, Will Ferrell, has... What he has done is he has purchased a stake in the Los Angeles Football Club. Now, the Los Angeles Football Club is joining Major League Soccer in two years. Okay. So, um, they just lost a team in Los Angeles, but a new one's coming in two years. So, this... Um, I feel like you lose a team because you don't have enough fan base. I know, yeah. And so... The, yeah, there's already one team that's still in L.A., very popular. David Beckham has played for them recently, um, the L.A. Galaxy. They had Chivas USA, which is folded. So now they're bringing the Los Angeles Football Club in 2018. So he purchased a stake in it. So I read the article about this because, I mean, I'm just wondering, you know, oh, when are they starting play? Because the headline I saw just said he bought a stake. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, what's this about? Here's what I learned. This football club that's not even starting for two more years has a total of 26 owners. One football club has 26 owners. Okay, they're competing with the Miami Dolphins. I know, right? <laughs> and, I mean, it's like there are celebrities involved, like Magic Johnson's and all the one Packers. Of them. The Packers also have the same problem. The Packers well, have like an entire city. I know, yeah, yeah. They've got like 100,000 owners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Right, but yes, the a club that has no players. Yep, twenty six owners. Right. I mean, how does anything get done? I know. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. So, I mean, I'm starting to wonder if I can purchase a stake in this. Clearly, you know, they have enough pieces to give away or sell off. I mean, can I offer them like twenty bucks and like say I'm going to be an owner? An owner. I mean, exactly. That's how stocks work. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I want stock. That's how the Green Bay Packers work. Right, yeah. But I you would buy stock in it. I would like you and I to become co-owners of the Los Angeles Football Club. I feel like we should start our own football club, though. Okay, so... Can um, we start our... Like, how much does it cost to start a football club? I don't know. Well, you need to get 26 people involved, apparently. <laughs> I feel like we would be great football owners. I, I am pretty sure of that, yeah. That would be great. Um, and in fact, I think you and I would want to be very involved in this. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like I would want to do like the PA announcing for it, you know, for, um, at the, at the game. I would do everything else. You would do everything else. I mean, you know, you would do concessions. You would be the cheerleader. I mean, that would be great. I've already got the outfit in my car. Did you see it by the way? Um, no, I missed it, but that's probably because of the size. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well said. Yes. So that's going to work out great. I want us to have a football club. If we do it in Pittsburgh, we're going to have to compete with our team, the Riverhounds. But that's okay. I think that's okay. It'll be a friendly rivalry. I think that, you know, once they see you in the outfit, both teams will fight over you. That's okay. 
That's okay. Like, we can be, no, they can be our baby team. We can get an MLS team. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, hey. We'll be the Riverhounds 1, and they'll be the Riverhounds Oh, uh, of course, yes, because we have these things. everyone does it. I know. Why? Why? I don't Why know. does New York have Red Bull and Red Bull 2? It's unacceptable. And, like, Toronto FC and right. Toronto FC 2. What, what they what need the to... Be they, more creative people. I know, yeah. At least calling yourselves, like, Junior or something. <laughs> Uh, uh, New York like Red Bull team. Right, yeah. What's your name? Okay, sorry. I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know where I am. I know, yes. That's what. That's exactly what we need. See, that's the kind of material that we will continue to have on Pencils Down as we're in our year of leather. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what movie I want you to rewrite next. Even though you have two outstanding. I have two. I have one that's actually a children's story that you give me because you give me the Brave Little Toaster. Yes. So, yes, I'm still holding on to that one. Um, I've, I've had to edit it about five times for content, okay, because it's it, it gets I, to... I wanted you to go completely crazy. It gets to a point where it's no longer a children's story. <laughs> I don't want it to be a children's story. I really thought you were going to give me, like, the adventures of the amazing dildo. <laughs> like, that's what right. I thought you were going to give me. And, I, like, you haven't done anything. And I've given you so many opportunities to make I, a dirty I, joke. I, <laughs> Okay, so here's here's one of my problems with that. The only reason that I haven't done the story of the amazing dildo is because I did indeed write that, but I sold the rights of it off to Samuel L. Jackson. Oh so my I god, yeah. Oh right. my god, yeah. So like basically, do you imagine if we got like Betty White or John Hurt or like, <laughs> just John Hurt out of nowhere. No, because the big fat quiz of the year which mm-hmm. is a British TV show, mm-hmm. they have them read biographies written, and I put air quotes around that, by reality TV stars. Oh, okay. And it is one of the funniest things. Like, he read, a, like, a story, like, a, a star bit of, of one of these books, and okay. it was about, but was it the dazzling? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> and then what's his name? Um, not uh, Meg, so Magneto and um uh, Professor Xavier, uh, Patrick Stewart. Yes. Okay. They both have read stories of, from reality TV stars that they're like, <laughs> you know, like when I was in the Big Brother house, I didn't expect it, and it's just like it is the funniest thing ever, and I love it, and I feel like we should try and get that same sort of. You're trying it's, to. That in reading your story. Yes, you're trying to extract this from me. Well, okay, that's... Okay. I think we should do a special where, like, we just... I really think, like, I think we can... We can do a special of you just reading <laughs> in, like, a voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually do have a reading voice for exactly that. I don't have many voices. I'm not a master of voices, but I do have one for that. So, yes. Right? Yeah, I could totally do that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm just... I think we should we should do that because I think it would be funny. But I think we need to get a longer story. We do need to get a longer story, one that I will definitely craft, but um, we are now uh, 80 seconds over time. So here's the thing. That's it, yeah. So what I'll do is for next episode, I will have a similar poem put together to celebrate our year of leather. Okay. Because I'm going to be talking about this like all year now. You're so excited. I am so excited with the year of pear. I know, yeah, you're the pear. Shout out to all the pears. Shout out to all the pears. <laughs> I eat pears now. Okay, so now we're almost two minutes over. So um, I, I think we're going to have to sign off now, Jennifer. All right.
well, welcome to three year three. We're very excited for it. And remember Letter. to err on the side of awesome. Awesome. <laughs>